0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Some people are going, well, Ken, it's a sunk cost, so you got to keep, like, there are people, and I'm like, well, I know you guys might not like them. Okay, fine, I get it. And I I can't say I'm 100% confident that he's going to come back and he's going to play exceedingly well. My worry is his health. I don't worry as much about the skill. I thought he was flashing some things and showing some things. Now, of course, the first half against Baltimore ain't that great. I get it. Not that good at all. But I'm more worried about the health aspect of Deshaun Watson. What I'll say is this. I know it's a sunk cost. I can't look anywhere else now. I will look at college quarterbacks this upcoming year, but I will admit to you. I have not paid. I've watched Caleb Williams because I've watched USC play and Panix and Jaden Daniels and those guys because they're playing on good football. USC's not that great, but it's a popular team. But the other teams are on good football teams, and I'm going to watch those teams. But as far as, will this guy look good in a jersey? No, no, not at all. And I might look into those guys in this upcoming class maybe a little bit differently, or by the time November comes around, maybe Deshaun Watson's play will close that book.
3: I'm going to keep an open mind because I have to keep an yeah, open just, real mind. Real quick, the hardest thing about the Watson discussion of who he could be is the last time we saw him, he played the worst half he's played as a Cleveland Brown, other than maybe the Houston game he when he started. And the, then he played then the best. Played the best. Yep. And then he got injured, and now it's a shoulder situation, a throwing shoulder, where some people have warned, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, he he's going to be throwing, mm-hmm. that's fine, but what is it going to look like? We won't so, know. We will not know until he gets in the line of fire, into a real game. What that's going to look like, what his mechanics are going to be, and the zip, and uh, how 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 Deshaun Watson esque
2: he's going to look. So I I'll, I'll mark him down for both. I got both. They're both ESPN people, Mike Tannenbaum and, and Seth Walter, of people who are going to try to come up with ideas for the Browns this off season. And maybe there'll only be these two. I'm sure there's going to be more. More than likely. But I got these two guys that are both ESPN that are going to come up with ideas this offseason. There's going to be other ones, and I just have to slam the door and go, no, there's no chance, and you know there's no chance. Let's be realistic about this. The quarterback is number four, and that's where the quarterback is. You could bring in some free agent off the street later on as a backup, but that's who your quarterback is. I, are, we, are we not being fair to a Cavs all-time great? Now, you got me worked up before the show. I did not hear these comments. Nick Wilson, I guess... He brought up that Mark Price would be a MVP in this generation. Yeah. The argument he used, I thought I was going to agree with him. Then the argument I heard did
3: not wash with me. Well, apparently he has volleyed back, Anthony. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday, uh, he had the numbers to back it up, too. He went in a deep dive in the stats when Mark Price was playing and then tried to correlate them to today's game. So... I enjoyed it. I mean, I I thought I thought he made a spirited defense of his argument. Obviously, I did not agree. Um, I I think Mark Price would be would be good. Would be really good in today's NBA MVP candidate. Uh, you know, he compared him to Steph Curry and said he would be the same player. I did not understand that at all. I think all right. I well, think that see. is that is uh, that I, I'll never get there. Well, let's let's hear out Nick.
2: Here's Nick Wilson yesterday because we might have slighted Mark Price on this show yesterday morning. Hit it.
1: I have no problem that they disagreed with me. I thought Lima made some good points in rebuttal to what makes Steph so special. I'll be honest with you. I think Ken uh, dookied on the conversation. I think Ken wanted to agree with me. He was afraid the populace might disagree with him, and so they played a little bit of our sound. They never let the full context. Now, in fairness, it took me a while to get the fair context. So it's not all on them, but they asked for this. You are out of your God-blessed mind if you think that Mark Price wouldn't absolutely eat in this era of basketball. Listen, maybe it's a little snug to say definitively he would win an NBA MVP in this era. But when I heard the guys talk about this morning, I heard Lima talk about Dale Ellis. Mark Price has the exact same or just about the exact same three-point shooting numbers as Dale Ellis. Reggie Miller, I believe, has a 2% less three-point shooting percentage for his career than Mark Price does. And the difference is Mark's last three years kind of dinged his career three-point percentage, whereas Reggie's actually... Actually, kind of just kept it where it was at about thirty-eight percent. They mentioned Craig Hodges, but the reason why this matters is just because it happened last doesn't mean it's greatest. Why'd I catch
2: hell
3: for that? Why do why did I catch hell? I don't understand that. He said you were afraid to disagree with me because because why? He said that would then be considered a, a popular, or you you were- I disagree with you every day, day of my life. Why am I afraid to disagree with you? I, I don't know. He said a bunch of people agreed with him, too, that Mark Price would be an MVP, and then he said candidate, so we'll just go with candidate, an Whoa, MVP oh, candidate today. he said he'd
2: win an MVP he two did. days ago. That's yeah. what he said, and then the so, reasoning well, why- he thought about it, maybe and I thought I about it more. I don't know what about Dookie and Poo Poo and PP and all this other stuff that he's talking about over there. I don't understand any of that stuff. A duking on a whatever. I don't get that. That part I don't get. Well, now I'm a little bit upset with it because I got no problem disagreeing with you on just about anything. I mean, I've disagreed with you on whether the sky's blue in my yeah. day. So I don't really care about that. When you say that pff, pff, Steph Curry won one, there's no argument I can agree with you with. I'm sure there were a lot of people who agreed so, so, with Senator McCarthy too until he walked in there and stayed on TV for eight hours and they go, I can't stay with this guy. This guy is off the chain how crazy this person is so then yeah obviously I have to walk away from the argument when you say Steph Curry, won- Steph Curry won an MVP Mark Price like they just fall out of the sky but then we can't move goalposts here you said definitively Nick that he would be an MVP that's what you said and then he can't go back like what you just told me so he'd be an MVP candidate I said he'd
3: get votes yesterday yeah, he was I'm a, afraid of you about he was, and somebody corrected me because I, I talked about his third team NBA appearances. He made first team NBA in 1993. That is really tough to do. Mark Price, I think, is criminally underrated, but I think we if all do. That's I, the whole point of what that being I, brought up. I, and yes, I think I, I've, I've said time and time again. I mean, how many times have we talked about the three point revolution? And I've always said a guy like Mark Price today would take more threes and would would have staying power and would be really good in today's NBA. But where he loses me is he makes it seem like we're only saying Steph Curry is the best shooter ever because it's the most recent. No, he's the best shooter ever. It's not even close. It's not a debate. I don't think you can find any any NBA guy who would point to anybody else and would say they're a better shooter than Steph Curry. Like, if I wanted to, should I go
2: back and say that Sam Jones would have been an MVP then? Or am I just agreeing with you if we're going to do this? But I'll give Nick the benefit of the doubt and he can have six hours to get ready for his show and go look up Sam Jones. Since we're not all going to be together on history, and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt of the time to get ready for
1: it. Yes, I don't Ste- know why
2: I had to get called out personally on your argument. Oh, that's fun to because do. Because I ended up that's- agreeing that... Yeah, Mike, Mark Price would have got some votes, but why would all of a sudden I'm supposed to fart on what Steph well, Curry's Nick, done?
3: Nick made a few points. He talked about the three-point line, and uh, to me, uh, I see guys today, the three-point line is inconsequential. These guys are pulling up. You literally have to guard Steph Curry the moment he steps over half court. You do. Every team does it, and then some send double teams, so... Nick had a big argument stats-wise, and he, and I I respected it. I love a deep dive into the stats for the old stat heads and historians of the NBA. I appreciated that he went and did all the research, and he said simply that Steph Curry has all these more opportunities to shoot threes. If Mark Price shot this many threes, he would then be able to double his output. And I'm like, it doesn't work like that. The reason Steph Curry is so special is because He has all the attention in the world on him the moment he steps over half court, and he still is able to get this many three-pointers off. Not only that, they're tough looks. I watched last night at Madison Square Garden. The movement off the ball, and he's been doing this forever, so this is nothing new, but the degree of difficulty of Steph Curry because of the attention he attracts to Uh then have to give up the ball, then sprint all the way around, baseline extended to the other three-point line, catch the ball again, have a closeout, make that guy miss, dribble, sidestep, then pump fake, then another guy's outstretched arms are approaching him, and he gets the three off, and it's down the middle every single time.
1: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
0: I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track, all wheel drive, and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/recommend today.
3: The iron no no net nothing. He does it every time and I'm like, I'm sorry. I love Mark Price. He was he was an all-time favorite of mine. I told you about the poster on the wall. He can't well, why, do that. Why do I have to sit he there? He could not re- do that. Now but you they- could say he could work on that and this is where Nick did the one thing he sold me on tell is... Tell me more, Anthony. I just agree with yeah, you on everything. Please, one, tell one, me more. The one thing Teach he sold me, me on is if Steph Curry went back in that era, I think it would be tough for Steph because coaches were not just going to let you shoot threes from everywhere. But I will also say, Steph Curry, this is not a byproduct of the era. Steph Curry created the era. When Steph Curry came into the league, they were shooting 18 three-pointers a game. Guess how many the the, the league is shooting now? Well, the Cavs shoot about 37 a night, so... They are shooting... They are shooting. This is this is bonkers to me. Thirty-five a game. The league is shooting thirty-five a game, and it's because of Steph Curry. It's not. It's not an evolution. Maybe a little bit Daryl Morey and what he brought to the Houston Rockets, but it's because of Steph Curry. That's why the era changed. He changed it. It's not like oh Steph Curry fell into the lap of this revolution. No, he created the revolution. That's why he gets the respect.
2: It's not nice. I don't know why. I caught, why I had to catch something there. You're the one who disagreed with him. I, I wanted to agree with him, then I heard that. What the hell else am I supposed to say? Now I'm just so, I'm sorry, I'm so blinded with the anger out of there that I wasn't able to even listen. <laughs> I, I listened to a lot of what you said, honestly. Yeah. I just flat out agree with you on a lot of that. I don't want to besmirch it's the not, great Mark Price. Yeah, it's on not any easy. Of this, what
3: I'm saying is, like, Mark Price shot at fi- his peak, shot five three pointers a game or whatever. And it's like, well, if he just shot 12 a game, it'd be the same. Per- no, the looks would get tougher. Guys would guard him the minute he gets over half court. Yeah. Like, that would not be possible. You could just ask guys to shoot that many threes. It would be really, really hard for them to do it. Got nothing against Mark
2: Price. We're not against rap. We're not against rappers. <laughs> We're not against Mark Price. Also, Steph is
3: Steph is three inches. I don't, I don't think people realize this. They think Steph is some short guy. Steph is like three and a half inches taller than Mark Price. And it allows him to finish around the basket, too, um, and again, I watched the highlight reel because I'm like, I got to see the highlight reel to remember what this was. And I was like blown away. I'm like, man, Mark Price, criminally underrated.
2: Of course he's criminally underrated. I think we all agree that if he played in this era, he'd have a lot more threes, and he'd be more. He's highly regarded by yeah. Cavs fans, obviously. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's of any certain age. I mean, Hody, you're 23, so I don't know if you ever got to see any of them. I don't think you ever did. But I'm going to tell you right now, we were kids, and he's five years older than me across the table, and Mark Price was the cat's ass. I don't want to take anything away from Mark Price, but he was. He was a sensational three-point shooter. And if he played in this era, he'd have a lot more threes. But what Anthony says about it is all true. Now, that's not just me with you. That's not just you sticking your arm up my ass and then m- manipulating yeah. me like a puppet. I just happen to agree
3: with everything that you're saying, Chris Kreitzer. Sportsboy Tony is basically saying Sam Merrill is way better than Mark Price is more Ridiculous. No, I'm I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Come I, on. I, I think I'm he's not. just working you okay, into a shoot. Okay. I I I respected the fact that you know Mark Price was a point guard. You know back then your point guards weren't six six the way they are today. I know the Cavs have one of the shorter point guards in the league. But these teams now have point guards. This is how the league has changed so much. And I know people will say, well, they played defense back then and they play no defense today. No, the difference today is you have to guard guys 30 feet from the basket. You didn't have to do that back then because the, nobody was capable and nobody should have been shooting from that range because they couldn't make those shots. And the the, the, the league is longer today. You can yeah. say they don't play defense because they've, they've litigated it out of the game. Not in the playoffs. In the playoffs, they allow physical contact. They allow a lot more hand checking. It's a different game in the playoffs. In a regular season, well, you're right. They, 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 they don't really play the yes. same defense. But I would argue the guy look at the defense the Knicks were trying to play against Steph Curry last night. Again, two guys staring at really five guys staring at him at all times. And they do, they if if they called every touch foul on Steph Curry, he'd be living at the line. He only shoots five free throws a game. Nick said if you breathe on Steph Curry, he goes to the free throw line. He actually shoots the least amount of free throws of any of the high scorers in the NBA. What I'll say about MVP votes, I
2: mean, you have third-place MVP votes that go out there. Like, I'm not saying he would never get – I mean, other guys, you'd be surprised who gets third-place MVP votes in this league at the end of every season. That being said, he would be a respected player. I brought this up yesterday towards the end of the show. Is that you have guys like – What I look football first, obviously, like with Jim Brown. You drop him in the league today, he'd be a good football player. Dick Buckus, you drop him in the league today, he'd be a good football player. There's about three, four more guys who played in that era where if you drop them in the league today, they're called all-time legends and Hall of Famers. If you dropped them in the league today and all things were the same and they were just their bodies from the 1960s and 70s, if you dropped them into today, they'd be a tremendous football player. But if all things were the same, if Mark Price were 26 years old right now with all the advantages mm-hmm. of what modern science has and what I mean you saw Tom Brady outrun himself with a 40 yard dash just yeah, yesterday at 46 like that? years old yes must be the shakes right so, must be those shakes he's taking with all the advantages of modern science in practice and i hate to say it but specialization as well Mark Price would be a better basketball player even than he was in the 80s and early 90s. But so does everybody else that played
3: with him. Exactly. So does everybody else. So why is only Mark Price getting to make the leap, because but not everybody Because he's the guy else? we
2: know, and yeah. he's the guy we love, because you, me, and Nick were all children watching him back in the day, and those guys we always hold in higher regard. That's why I held on to Mark, Michael Jordan for so long, because we take our childhood and we extend it to sports and our arguments later on in life. Every man holds on to their youth. It would makes sense that you hold on to the youth of the guys who were great when you were a kid. Coming up at 8 o'clock, Dr. John Steinbrecher. Up next, I'm going to get back to that offensive line conversation later on because up next, this is just awful every night, guys. I need your help with my neck. FML next on the fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.